official gym badge and chilled with Mortimer. Turns out he's a pretty cool dude. I got a coaster and some major prize money. Then I chatted with Professor Hemlock on Spruce who came into town for the battle. They gave me an aura reader. It's Bluetooth compatible, whatever that means. And then we went on a shopping spree. I've got digits now. I gave all my pokies a sweet treat and the gym squad a little spending money. Now to the aquarium. The perfect way to end the perfect day. And we are back. Hi, everybody. It is 7.30, canonically in the real meat space, actually. It is actually 7.30. The local time at the BBC is 7.35. What better time to go to the aquarium? <laughs> Pearl, you have coerced Luca into going to the Bolette City Aquarium with only 30 minutes remaining, maybe even a little bit less by the time you get there. So you and Luca have made your way across town in the SS Speedmeister, and with a roar, you pull up and <laughs> in front of the aquarium. Thank you, I was going to ask for that. Luca just knows to anticipate at this point. He's like, we're going to wear out the tread on these tires so fast. <laughs> what would you like to do? Pearl looks for anyone working at the aquarium. Like, you know, the gatekeepers, per se. You see Elijah at the ticket booth. I start to walk over. He sees you coming and gives a little wave. He's like, hey, did you get the Groupon? It's kind of late. I was here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me. Yeah? Well, I, I waited on you. I just said that you needed to pay actual money to get in. You people work on commission, right? No, I just kind of get paid hourly. Big mistake. Big. Huge. Is this going somewhere? Pretty pool. Walking down the street. Pretty pool. Someone you'd like to meet. Pretty pool. Just you wait, aquarium. Those turnstiles will turn round for me. Pretty Pearl, look at my shirt. Pretty Pearl, there's something new there. Pretty Pearl, oh, if you look a little closer, you'll see a glistening new gym badge for me. Pretty Pearl. Mercy. Says Elijah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, just imagine Steely backing me up that whole time. Oh, obviously. So, um, I'm, I'm a bit confused. Did you want to come into the aquarium? Yes, please. Look at the badge. Oh, what? That's new. Yeah. You didn't have that yesterday, did you? N no. Oh, okay. Well. Also, I'm wearing new boots. Oh. Nice boots. They're my rock roll boots. Doc Martens, classic choice. Thanks, so, uh, <clears throat> you know? <clears throat> she waves her hand to the turnstiles. He says, oh, okay. Um, and he prints out a little ticket and rips the half and gives you the other half. He says, yeah, 
Go right ahead. You've got a badge, so you get free entry. You're a good kid, Elijah. Don't let anybody boss you around, all right? If you feel like letting somebody into the aquarium for free, you just let them in. It'll all work out eventually. Keep your chin up, man. And I do that classic little, like, nick on the chin thing that people do with, like, the little shrug motion. You go to do that, but he is on the other side of, like, a glass ticket window. <laughs> I still 1,000% do it. You go to do it and just... Toom. There. That's it. Thanks, Elijah. You're very welcome. Enjoy. You. We do close in, like, less than half an hour. Oh, so. I know! The worst child. Luca pays 100 pokey for his ticket and follows behind you. You walk into the Bolette City Aquarium. As you walk in, it's a pretty cool place. It's not the hugest aquarium you've ever seen. I think you're actually pretty well versed in aquariums since you just go to a lot of port towns and things. And a lot of the time there are aquariums and museums and things to check out. Oh, yeah, Even if you just do like a quick pass, you are, you're pretty familiar with kind of how these go and if one is a good one or not. This is a pretty good one. It's a smaller one. It's not huge by any means, but it's uh, certainly unique. It actually seems like it was in an older building, like a old a factory or something maybe. Uh, lots of brick and everything, but it's been repurposed, so a lot of it has still got that old aesthetic, but they've got the tanks and stuff with all the different water Pokemon and things that you can observe in there. Wow, my boots look great in here. Or, or. Um, she's definitely a connoisseur of aquariums, and she likes it. She can dig it. I like an aquarium that you can definitely make the staff wait long enough to see everything in a half an hour. That's just the right aquarium for me. My cup of tea. Or my cup of ocean. Right, Seely? Or, or. Luca, is, have you ever been to an aquarium before? Yeah, I've been in this one before, actually, because, you know. Oh, yeah, this is your hometown aquarium. Right. Well, I don't know about hometown, but I've, I've been here. Yeah, this is yeah. your residential aquarium. Yeah, sure, sure. As he's like kind of weird for a second, just sort of being like, oh, my hometown. But this is like you know, where my mom and my stepdad live. And he's just, he got himself weirded out for a minute. Oh, okay. Poor guy. All right, where should we go first? He shakes off his teen angst and says, oh, well, uh, there's a few different really cool exhibits. I mean, there's a petting pool. There's a shark tunnel kind of thing. A petting pool? Oh, that's that's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Let's go. Nobody wash their hands. Wait, what do you mean? You, you, get, you have to wash your hands. Nah, nah, nah. You get powers that way. Or good dreams. One or the other. I normally just have good dreams. I've never, I've never been the one to get the powers. But. Did, did someone tell you that you would get powers if you didn't wash your hands? Yeah. Who told you this? Only when you touch a rare, a rare aquatic, you either will get powers or have good dreams. I've always had good dreams. Did someone tell you that that's how that works? Oh yeah, my dad would say that. He'd say, Pearl, touch a rare aquatic fish or Pokemon, and if you're in good luck, you'll either get superpowers or have good dreams. That was back when I had the night terrors. He told me this when I had bad dreams for the course of a year. But then after I started touching stuff and not washing my hands, I had good dreams. He said the sanitizing fairy would come at night and sanitize my hands. The sanitizing fairy. There is just so much to unpack there. But I think I'm going to leave it where it is. Oh, what if you get the magic powers this time, Luca? Let's go! I'm going to wash my hands, he says as you run ahead. 
but you make your way uh, past a couple of smaller exhibits. You see one tank that's got just a bunch of frillish and tentacool just sort of floating around. There's a light current in there, so they're just sort of floating in a circle. It's almost like a washing machine. Pearl just those... watches with her head swirling the whole time. It's one of those jellyfish tanks where they've got like the funky lights in there, so it's all bouncing off of their glowy semi-transparent bodies and stuff. Wow. Of course, Frillish is semi-transparent because it's like part ghost or whatever, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Pearl definitely gets lost in the path. And her head just circles again and again. And she looks to Seely. Well, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. If you circle three times and then you squint, there's a tiny ship in there. Ooh. Is the ship me or you? Or are we all the ship? Whoa. As you both are transfixed, <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Not too shabby. That is a 16. With a 16, you still have full faculties of yourself. As you look and you see these ghostly jellyfish swirling around and you look into the glowing red orbs that are on the top of the tentacle, and you look into them and you see your own reflection and it's kind of trippy, but then you shake it off and you're fine. Like it. Well, that was fun. Okay, petting pool! You make your way over to the petting pool, and you see that there's one person there who kind of just looks over it as it's almost the end of their shift, and you're like one of the last few people that's coming in. I immediately start rolling up my sleeves, up all the way. Wait, I have short sleeves on. We're good! You roll up your short sleeve so you can really just get in Oh, there. 1,000%. We're making it a tank top. Luca, roll up your sleeves. And she starts to help him. He says, all right, hold on. Let me just take my jacket off. And he goes and takes his jacket off, and he starts rolling up his sleeves. Um, and the guy who's, like, in a lifeguard chair says, just make sure to only use two fingers to touch the wildlife. Touch gently and do not fall in the water. We Pearl- are very careful and concerned about our marine life. Pearl turns her head slowly while her whole, whole, whole arm is already in the pool and smiles. <laughs> Ding! Roll a D4. Four. So in this petting tank, there are a few different types of Pokemon swimming around and things. There are some smaller fish, like there's a Rimmeraid. There's some Finneon and other things. There's a couple of Starmie and Staryu kind of chilling at the bottom. But you manage to pet the one Mantike who's fluttering around in there. <gasps> Seely, it's like a wet pillow. Oh, Oh, man, Ponta would hate this. You're right. Or, or. <laughs> what does Luca touch? Luca reaches down to the bottom because he's got much longer arms, and it's not a terribly deep pool, but he's able to reach down to where there is a star you hanging out down there, and he's able to pet it very gently, two fingers only. Luca, are you scared? I mean, nah, it's just... I thought I saw you jump for a second, like you flinched. No, nah, it's, it's just a petting pool. It's pretty low-key. Hey, hey, hey. Don't wash your hands. I, I'm going to wash my hands. I woke up but the powers, the good dreams. It's like, Sarah, why did you put, why did you pick this to make it sound like we're terrible advocates for washing our hands? We'll do it. We'll do a little disclaimer. Hello, everyone. Professor Hemlock here. Yeah, Professor Spruce, too. Hello. Hello. We're just here to say, uh, please wash your hands. 
you, you should really wash your hands. Yeah, especially after dealing with marine life or any sort of wildlife, really. Just, it's good to be sanitary and make sure that you are clean and doing everything you can to keep yourself nice and healthy. Uh, professors, come on. Sorry, guys, sorry to interrupt your PSA, but don't you know, like, the magic, the power? Don't you, don't you believe in the sanitizing theory? What about the good dreams? The magical powers? Yes, but sometimes the sanitizing fairy is on vacation. And Daisy, please help me. Yeah, and so sometimes if the sanitizing fairy is on vacation, you got to sanitize yourself. But did you know that if you wash your hands, you'll have even better dreams. And if you're really lucky, you might get visited by the magical rainbow rapidash. What? If you're super lucky, you just might. Really? Yes, ab absolutely. Absolutely. I've always wanted to see a rapidash. So, well, just wash your hands. I'll do it right now. Great. Here, use this soap. It's it's really nice artisan soap. Hashtag shop local. Mmm. That smells like candy. Soap's great. Okay, thanks, professors. Ooh, rapidash, rapidash, rapidash. That's what I'll say when I wash my hands down. That'll make the rapidash come. Rapidash, rapidash, rapidash. That is exactly right. Wash your hands, kids. But the two of you spend a little bit of time at the petting pool and you're hanging out and everything. There's still some other attractions left in the aquarium if you're interested. There's the tunnel. Am I interested? Yeah, you know I got a map. Did you say tunnel? Yeah. Oh. There's like a water tunnel. I look at the man tech and I go, I just smash my face up against the glass, like staring at it, swirling. I go, I shall name you Mandrake if I ever had you. Do the tunnel! It just kind of looks at you for a second and then keeps on floating right along. <laughs> Same, dude. So you go to the tunnel, and on the way, you pass, like, one big sort of wall. It's got a bunch of kelp and things, and you see there's, like, some horsey hanging on to some seaweed that's just kind of drifting around, and there's some screlp and cedra and things like that. You know, you know there's always that tank where the seahorses are hanging out, and that's on the way to the tunnel. Those guys are cute. Right, Seely? Oh, they are. Wait, I didn't know you weren't a fan of them. Lord. <laughs> I know, I wish I could pull their nose too, but you just can't, huh? No thumbs. That's exactly what she was saying. <laughs> that would be frustrating. I understand. Lord. All right, all right, stop looking at them. <laughs> I will say, as you all are making your way through this aquarium, Toofus is just looking very hungrily at everything that you pass by. <laughs> Funny. Luca's like, you gotta keep it together, man. <laughs> Are we in the tunnel? Yeah, you've made your way to the tunnel, and it's like the stereotypical shark tunnel that you have in aquariums, where it's the, the glass, and there's a bit of like a conveyor belt thing where you just kind of get to stand there and you go through. And there's that magical glow of like water light. Yes, absolutely. And you see. Look at this, Pokey. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think that my training's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the 10-year-old, the 10-year-old who runs the world? Every pokey wanting to catch, gotta train them all and defeat the gyms. 
Wouldn't you think I'm the pearl? The pearl who's the shiniest? I got 20! But who cares? No big deal. I wanna be the pearl who catches them all. Defeat the gyms and get the pokies. Set Fonta free and importantly, defeat Team Nasty. Wouldn't you know? Can't you believe? In these boots, don't I look so good? In this tunnel, I see the pokey of Pokemon. Luca just says, wow, you two were really committed to that bit, huh? See that you get me? Big hug. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, well, you ever have those moments, Luca, where you just know you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be in your life and you just have to burst out in song? Yeah, definitely. I bu right, No, Brent, Pearl, I, I don't burst out into song. No, no, you know this. You just said definitely. I was... There's a little part of your heart that is definitely getting this. I guess. I don't know. You know I'm shot, not nearly it. as musical. Give it, give it. <sighs> Music is for everyone. Look at this, Luca. Can't you see? Give it. Try, try the next line. No, I. it's okay. I, I'm, I'm all right. Look, I'm just... I don't know. I'm sorry. Being being here in this town, I'm. it's just weird. Why? I just... I feel like I'm on my toes constantly. I and told like, you you could wear, like, a hood. I am. He's wearing a hood. You have nothing to worry about. Me and Sealy got your back. Even if someone around here notices you, we'll fight to the death. Let me say it again. We'll fight forever for you. Thanks, Pearl. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to bring you down. I'm Brew just... Bug! And we immediately blubber. We, we, we sandwich him. As you have a Luca sandwich where you and Sealy just got on both sides and just squeeze him. Make a charisma check. Ho oh, ho. That was high. Uh, 19. Thanks, thanks. I actually feel a lot better. I don't know. I just, I got angsty for a little bit. I, that, I'm better now, though. I get it. I'm like 10 and a half, so I, I totally get it. It's a battle, man. Yeah, and I have a bogey here now. <laughs> wow, I just get like, ugh, messages, communication. Oh, man. As you all are having that hug and talk, you see like a huge shadow pass over you, and you look up and you see a Sharpedo just swims right overhead and looks down at you both for a moment and then keeps on swimming. Don't you wish you could know what he was thinking, Sealy? Oh yeah, that's right. You do know what they're thinking. Man, that's a cool dude. As she just looks up at him like, he does look hungry. All right, where to next, guys? Uh, well, it looks like we've gotten through a bunch of the stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, there's there's one big thing toward the end. They've got this big, shiny octillery, this big golden octillery. His name's Big. He hangs out toward the end. He's actually not too far after the tunnel. Pearl's eyes go so wide. Oh, we must. And you head that way? Oh, yeah. So you exit the Sharpedo Tunnel, and you make your way over to where Big's tank is. Like a magnet. Once she sees Big, her face just immediately 
smashes up next to it against the glass. Pearl sees Big's tank. She does not, however, see Big. Wait! Luca! Did we take a wrong turn? What the heck? I was looking for some squid! Suction cups. Don't you just wish you could, like, walk on the wall like... Big, where are you? She starts knocking on the glass. No, don't, don't tap the glass. Don't Big. tap the glass. Well, well, if he's sleeping, he would want to come see us. Where are you, Big? Silly, do you see him? Or Ah. Why is Are you sure it's that big, Luca? Yeah, no, he's huge and golden. You know, most artillery are red, but this is a big golden octopus. Wow. As you are looking around, trying to check out all of the different angles of Big's tank, the lights doom, 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 shut off. You hear a bit of talking from the direction of the gift shop. Yeah, we're going to snag that artillery, see? All right, we got to be cool. We got to make sure we round up everybody who's still here. It's 7.55, so surely most everybody who was in this aquarium has gone by now. Should be minimal, minimal captives. And then we're going to get that artillery. We're going to get out of here. Oh, all right, Bob, sounds good. Oh, do I recognize those voices? You most certainly do. Oh, and we immediately duck down. I cover Seely's mouth. As the both of you duck down, you look over in the direction of the gift shop and you can just vaguely see like the outlines through the frosted glass on the other side in the very dim light now, as there's still a little bit of natural light coming from outside as this is actually toward the end of the aquarium. So you can just barely see the familiar figures of Bob and Thwomp in the gift shop as it seems as though they are finishing their work of tying up the gift shop employee. <gasps> Not the gift shop employee! You scoundrels! Pearl says in her brain. Ah, ha 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 ha. In her brain, she says that. Don't you realize how hard they work? The amount of gift wrapping. Oh, the amount of things you people put them through. I've seen it all on that cruise ship. That's all in her brain. Then she goes, oh, you rascals. You're not getting big on my watch. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to help give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us. We read every single review that comes in. Uh, we've gotten a couple more five-star ratings in lately. That's been awesome. If you haven't done it yet, we would love and appreciate you leaving us that feedback because the more of those we have, the easier it is for us to get seen and for new people to find the podcast. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Big, big thank you to our newest patron, Martin. 
Thank you for supporting the effort we put into this show and for contributing directly to the work that we are doing. Thanks to our amazing patrons, we are now releasing episodes weekly of Quest Company Jr. We've been doing a lot of recording this month so that we can get ahead, and we are so excited for the twists and turns our story's taking. We can't wait for you to hear that. So again, thank you to the patrons for making it possible for us to grow in that way. It's amazing. And if you too would like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Discord we have for both Quest Company and Quest Company Junior. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJunior or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, huge thanks to Peach at Peach Doodles on Twitter and Luke at Coltreg on Twitter. Peach sent us a drawing of Pearl, Seely, and Coconut in front of the SS Clara, and it's adorable. She also sent us friendship bracelets for Pearl and Luca, and we love them so much. We wear them on our mic stands when we're recording now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Luke has designed a bunch of Kanoko band logos, like ones for the Fungus Fighters, Red Hot Chili Pelippers, Nido Queens of the Stone Age, Stone Temple Primates, and a bunch more. More. They're all so dang good. If you haven't seen those, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight the Curious Kid podcast. You could join Jacob and six-year-old Olivia as they learn fun and educational things. They take on a new topic each episode with the goal of providing an educational and entertaining experience for listeners of all ages. They release new episodes every Sunday, and you can hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Acid Lounge. Thank you to Fluid Volt for the song Doggy Goes Moo. Thank you to the Oracalcan for the song Argent Vexmon. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to our aquatic antics. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. Hello, my name is Jacob. And I'm his co-host, five-year-old Olivia. Do you have kids? And are your kids curious? If you answered yes, you should check out Curious Kid Podcast, a weekly educational podcast for curious kids and grown-ups. Every week we learn about another topic. We've already learned about spiderwebs, batteries, the moon, and so much more. You can find us at CuriousKidPodcast.Buzzsprout.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. As you are observing this, you hear a... Luca, do you hear that? Yeah, wait, I, what is that? Shh, shh. 
We gotta follow that sound. And it seems like it's coming from the vents above you. As with your passive perception, I think that it's it's one of those, you know, air vents mm-hmm. that is very close to Big's tank, and you see just a flash of gold above, heading in the opposite direction from the gift shop. Oh, nice, Big. Good job, buddy. Okay, before we start to follow it, is there like a plaque or an information card about Big anywhere at his aquarium thing? I imagine that the the main lights are off, but there's like some blue subtle glow happening. Yeah, there's still like blue tank glow mm-hmm. happening as we're getting very aesthetic now. There's a bunch of blue aquarium tank glow happening. Love that glow. But yeah, is there any um like plaque or anything? Yeah, I think it's got the plaque, and it's basically got a Pokédex entry, essentially. Yes! As well as its sort of habitat, if it's local to here. It's got, oh yeah, you know, Rimmerade are definitely found in Baybolet, and Octillery are more rare. This is a very special Octillery, as it is a shiny, mm-hmm. and so it's one that they're very excited that they have here at the aquarium, that it's, it's home. But did you want to read the entry? Yeah, I want to read the entry. Look at this aquarium, Pokey galore. How many pokey can one whole world store? Looking around here, you think, Pearl, how could you catch them all? So you look at the plaque and it says, Octillery, the jet Pokemon. Octillery grabs onto its foe using its tentacles. This Pokemon tries to immobilize it before delivering the finishing blow. If the foe turns out to be too strong, Octillery spews ink to escape. Oh, okay. Well, this guy might be pretty good on his own, honestly. Um, Pearl does think to herself on getting out of a pinch with these guys. <laughs> Are you following after where Big is going? Just debating now. Now that I know he's kind of, that Big is good at escaping, but they could have the place surrounded. I asked Luca, Luca, what do you think we should do? Should we try to take Bob and Thwomp out right over there by the gift shop? Maybe get a surprise attack? Or do you think we should follow Big? Well, I think it might be better if we kind of figure out a little bit more of what's going on. If they're here at the end, I don't know what's going on over toward the front. If they've got anybody up there, I mean, there were still some people. There were employees and a couple of other patrons. I mean, we really kind of were the last ones here, as far as I could tell, but... But you know, also, the most important thing is that another good Pokemon doesn't get turned into a terrible shadow Pokemon, too. They obviously want Big for a reason. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Okay, let's go after Big. All right. Make a stealth check. Please be high. Three. Luca rolled a nine. And Octillery rolled a 19. Gosh darn it. As you and Luca start following after Big, you hear the... Stop. And then in one of the little grate openings in the air vent... You see a golden tentacle slowly wrap around the grate and it lifts up very silently. And then two tentacles shoot down and grab you and Luca. Oh, good. There are two that grab each of you as like one goes around your torso and the other goes around your mouth and it zoops you both up. Perfect. That's actually what I wanted. Great. I assume Seelie's coming up with us too. Yeah, you and Seelie were able to just barely grab onto each other before you got yanked up. You're all up there. Oh, this is great. Okay, now that we're up there, how does Big look? As you get yoinked up into the air vent. It is very cramped, but in front of you, you do see a shimmering golden octillery. Pearl's eyes go wide. It's beautiful. Oh, Seely, Seely. And Pearl makes sure that Seely is wearing her new beret. Done. She obviously has been showing it off very much this whole time. 
Seely, you know what to do. Uh, make sure Big knows we're here to help. Go ahead and have Seely make a persuasion check. With advantage. Beret perks. Seely got a 17. 17. So Big the Octillery has yoinked y'all up here and has actually got its like big snout mouth thing, whatever you call that, that it sort of shoots its cannons and whatever out of and it's done like a <laughs> It's loaded. It's locked and loaded and like just ready to see what you guys are up to. But as it's glaring at y'all, Seely just flops in front as much as she can and just says I imagine that Seely gestures to us on the last one, and me and Luca, I just say, Luca, uh, show, show that we don't have a mustache. And like, Pearl just stretches her face to show that she's clean. Luca gestures to his not even really peach fuzzy upper lip. <laughs> Octillery squints for a little bit longer and then nods. Receptive to whatever you might have to say to it. Oh, oh, and Luca, show him, show, um, show big your ticket. Oh, oh yeah, we're patrons. We got here through the through the proper procedures. Promise. Big nods its head slowly, acknowledging that you have followed procedure. Okay, Seely, tell Big that we know those guys down there, and we want to stop them. Seely communicates this, yes. Nah. <laughs> But Lucas says, yeah, so, I mean, what do we want to do? Do we want to make sure that everybody else who might have been here is okay? Should we help people escape before we, like, deal with Bob and Thwomp? Because, like, I don't know, they might they might have backup this time. We got lucky last time because they were by themselves, but who knows what's happened since then. I was kind of hoping we'd seen the last of these guys. Me too, me too. Um, I guess we should try to help people get out, and if we um, can try to stop them in the process, then that's good too. Yeah, yeah, and I mean... We've got what they're looking for, so there is that as well. That's a good point. They'll waste a lot of time just looking for something that's not where they're looking, you know, if they're checking around the tank and stuff. So we could go check and see what's going on up front, and then we'll kind of go from there, and then we'll see if we can boot them out of here. Sure. Or should we go to the gift shop first and just try to get gift shop lady? Oh, you mean while they start looking around, we can go and look for gift shop lady? Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, okay, great. Let's go. Because that's going to be the closest person, I bet. So, how do you want to proceed to help the lady in the gift shop? Oh, we'll go through the air vents. Okay. And when we think we're at the right spot, we'll let Big lead the way. So, Seely can communicate all that to Big. Seely does. Does Big look like they're in? Big seems like he gets it. Great. Okay. So, then we let Big lead us to the gift shop. Go ahead and make a stealth check with advantage. Woo! Because octopus. Because air vents, too, right? <laughs> 18. It's a little bit cramped in here for you and Luca and Seely, but you are still able to move through very quietly as you navigate these vents. Big is having no problem. It's like he's exactly the right size to just squeeze through with no issue. Luca, make sure your pokey gear's on silent mode. He's like, oh yeah, and he presses a little button on the side and turns it down. As does Pearl. As does Pearl, wearing her Bluetooth. <laughs> So as you are passing above, I think that with your passive perception, you are able to look down through some of the vent holes and you can see Bob and Thwomp below 
It seems like they're looking in Big's tank to try to see if he's in there, because they're like, eh, well, you know, sometimes these dumb things get up in the corner of the tank and you think they're not in there, but they're in there. Ah. So they're, lo- they're currently looking around in Big's tank, seeing if they can find him. But you go over there and they do not notice you and you make your way through the vent over to on top of the gift shop and you see the woman who's tied up inside. Big, do you think you could reach through the grate and untie her? As it looks a little unsure when you mention untying with its tentacles. Mm. Big, could you lower me down like a cool spy? With a nod. Yes. Oh, Mission Impossible Pearl, I was literally about to say. Oh, yes. Okay, Pearl starts to sweat immediately and profusely. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Ethan Hunt. Just just on the forehead, but yeah. (laughs) Only forehead sweat, but there's so much. There's so much forehead sweat. None of the clothes are stained, but just the forehead. Oh, yeah, obviously. Okay, great. Do I have anything like scissors? Or I guess I just could use my hands as a human being. Okay, big, strap me in. The golden tentacle wraps around you and begins lowering you down, and immediately you start doing all of the Mission Impossible doom, flips. Doom, 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 doom. And then I imagine that, like, I just, like, oh, I ask Luca to time me. To time you? Yeah, time, press the start button. Okay, and he does. Okay, okay. <laughs> And then once I see the gift shop person, I want to make sure I motion like, shh. Done. You absolutely do. As you are making your way down and this increasingly comically long tentacle, it's definitely not this long when artillery is just hanging out, but it's it's stretching beyond what, a, what the regular amount would be. And I'm not sorry about it. As it stretches down and you shh to the lady, she just looks at you and like looks outside and looks at you and looks outside. I look outside. You just see Bob and Thwomp, like, still in that area. You see the outlines of them, oh, rather. Okay. But just as a sort of, like, do you know what's going on? And then sort I, of look. I want to start to, I, I do a fast nod, and then I want to start to untie the knots. Awesome. Make a dexterity check. This is so exciting. Pro was made for this. That is a 12. A 12 enough to undo a simple knot. Yeah. So you're able to, it takes you a little second. Yeah, they weren't Boy Scouts. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not but you are able to untie the knot and take the gag out. She says, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Try, try just to hide. I think we'll be able to get everybody out safely, or you could probably go to the nearest exit if you think you know how to get out. Okay, I will go to an exit and I'll see if I can go get more help. She begins to start to get pulled up and sweat just drops on this person and um, Pearl's forehead sweat just slowly pitter patters. And she goes, I'd pull you up into the air vent, but we don't have enough room. She just says, thank you again. Thank you, thank you. And she quietly makes her way out of the gift shop to see if she can get more help. That isn't what I told her at all. Pearl says when she gets up to this, I said, hide or try to find an exit safely. Shh, adults. Sorry, I should say like she was going toward an exit. Okay. To try to alert the authorities okay. outside of the aquarium. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't like, oh, here, let me go out in the hallway where these two criminals are. <laughs> oh, funny. <clears throat> okay. I, I give everybody a high five. Quiet. High five. You get yanked back up and you, you give silent high fives. What was my time, Luca? I'm going to say your time was 45 seconds. Blast it. I still haven't beaten the summer of Pokey Nine. The year you were born? It was a fast birth. 
<laughs> Gosh. So what do you want to do now? Do we want to check and make sure that, like, the lifeguard guy's okay? Like, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's start to make our way back. I just thought that would be probably the easiest person to help. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Great. Let's go, guys. All right. And you all follow Big through the vents once more. As you are looking down, you see that Bob and Thwomp have now left the area of Big's tank, and you hear Bob saying, all right, look, we gotta keep looking around. He's, he's, he's gotta be around here somewhere. These stupid octopus. And Thwomp's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I don't see it. There's a bunch of other fish though. Can we just steal the other fish? And Bob says, no, we need the shiny one. We gotta have the shiny one. That's what we came here to do. Come on, get it together. As he straightens out his large mustache, as it got, as it got a little ruffled while he got worked <laughs> up. But so they're heading back and they're making their way into the Sharpedo Tunnel right now. Luca, you don't have any rope, do you? Oh, you mean like an amount of rope that's reasonable to have in an adventurer's pack? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I've got just a certain amount of rope, maybe 50 feet of silken rope. What if we... That sounds about the right amount. That sounds like D&D standard equipment issue. If we find the right position, maybe Big could ink him blind, and then we could tie him up. Oh, that could be good. Just a thought. And I pass this along to Seely and to Big. Big takes the rope and considers it, before just draping it around itself. Big, no, 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 Big, 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 you're free. Big is wearing it like a necklace. <laughs> okay, it looks great, Big, but like... You know, you, you got no strings. Big says to you, implying, I don't know what to, I don't know what you expect me to do with this. Seely, <laughs> could big ink, really big, big ink in the eyeballs? And big nods. Okay, Luca, it's pretty bold, but it's an idea. Cool. Do you want to try that now? I don't know. Hey, let's, let's check on the guy. Okay, let's check on the guy. Give me the rope, Big. Hands the rope back to you. Wow, land items, you know? Artillery doesn't know what to do with a rope. Okay, lifeguard, we're coming for you. You all sneak through the vents some more. I'm just going to keep the sneak from earlier, and I'm not yeah. going to make you redo it each time. That's fair. You all make your way further through the vents, and you actually end up going up at a very straight angle, and then over, and then down again as you actually pass over like the tank yep. where the Sharpedo tunnel is. That makes sense. Uh, rather than an air vent going through a, a tunnel, a tank, because that doesn't really make any sense. But so it goes straight up and then over and then back down. And as you look down, you can see like the fin above the water. <gasps> you see a couple other uh, intimidating looking Pokemon in there as well. You see like a Huntail and some Carvana swimming around. Silly, warn everybody. Or Yes, yeah, speak through the grate. Seely leans over to the grate and just goes, and you see all of these aquatic Pokemon that are in this tank sort of look up for a moment and listen to Seely and then look down in the tunnel below them where Bob and Thwomp are currently walking through. I'm going to have the two of them make insight checks really quick. Okay. Also, that was like one of the cutest times you've ever spoken for Seely. There was something very sweet about Seely being so afraid to talk to them. Pearl does not hear this and can't really see it at all because there's water and glass and everything in between as well as just it being a weird angle from we're where looking, you're at. Yeah, we're looking through like a grate. Yeah. 
But the rest of us, you and me, listener, we zoom down into the Sharpedo Tunnel. And as they're walking through, Thwomp's like, Oh man, I don't know, there's some pretty strong ones in here. Maybe the boss would like some of those. And Bob says, No, you don't understand. We gotta get the Golden Artillery. It's, it's the whole point. It's literally the whole point, Thwomp. Nah! <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Oh. Thwomp, why are these, why these guys are looking at us weird? I don't like that one bit. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, hello? And a Sharpedo just bares its teeth at Thwomp, and he's like, oh, oh, no, oh. I don't like that at all. We gotta get this artillery and get out of here, Bob. Yeah, I know that. That's why I said we gotta get the artillery. Just come on. I love that. I was hoping that they would kind of, you know, freak him out a little bit. Oh, yeah. They are aware now that something's up. Okay. They have no context of what yet, but they know... Something's going on. I just want them to be scared. I'm making Sharpedo make an intimidation yeah, check. Yeah, I just want I just want one of those fish. Like, I want Sharpedo to really scare them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 16 plus. The Sharpedo is scary to them. Good. <laughs> Good. They should feel scared. Like someone's watching them. Their conscience. It's a really rugged looking Sharpedo. Like, you know, a lot of them are obviously pretty pointy. It's got this very sharp body and there's a couple of notches out here and there in most Sharpedo, but this one is like especially rugged. Like it's been in a lot of fights and stuff yeah. and it's been here for a long time. There might be like a chunk missing from it. Yeah, it's got like one chunk out of out of the dorsal fin that's like teeth shaped. Yes, yes, like bite marks. Yes, exactly. Good. I also think Pearl is also thinking like she needs to warn as many Pokemon as possible. Yeah, totally. Cool. That totally makes sense. After that, you all keep on going as you come down and are going back over the regular vents. You pass over the tank with the horsey. You see that there's a couple other exhibits throughout that you kind of skimmed through on your way to trying to check out this big octillery. Like you see one that's actually, that's less of like a big tank thing and more of it's one smaller Pokemon's home. And then there's like a whole bunch of information and like some artwork and stuff as there's another Pokemon that's blue and also very seal-like, but not a seal, but it's just kind of hanging out down there. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Pearl catches a glimpse. It's like in a little fork off of the way, like there was the hallway that went straight and they had the seahorses and everything. And then there was an offshoot off of that. And this was like its own thing off in this offshoot that you didn't really see until you were at this angle above and you were able to actually see what was down that hallway. And you're like, why were they not advertising this more on the way in? Um, 1000% silly. Do you see that? Oh my gosh. Pearl just has big hard eyes. Seely, we gotta check that out after this, okay? I don't care if the aquarium is closed or under police inspection or not. We're checking that out. I know it could be another new best friend. Oh, do you think you need to go warn it? Yeah, yeah, we can go, go real quick. She flops down this offshoot into this other area where there's a couple other things as well. There's like a thing with some crabby and corefish and other stuff that's beachy things. But the main attraction of that little area is this other blue seal looking oh thing. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, Pearl tries to wait and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna come too. So you go and follow Seely down this little tunnel? Yeah, I go to resist. I like wait two seconds and then I follow. Awesome, you do that as Luca and Tufus and Big are hanging out at this main junction and Luca's like, just hurry up and get back. But yeah, warn it, whatever. 
So you go down this little way and you see that Seely is already ording back and forth with this other little seal. It looks more like a circusy seal, like it's got this little neck ruff and it's blue and it's got this little ball kind of nose. And you see that there's actually a beach ball in there and it's got this fun little habitat. As Seely's go order, 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 and the Pokemon below is just boop, 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 boop. Oh my gosh, that's the cutest thing! Seely, you gotta have a play date. Would you like to play with us? To you too! Okay, we'll be back. Let us know if you need anything, okay? I love it! I'm so... Gosh, that's cute. I love seals so much. I just don't think there's... I think that's the cutest animal ever known to mankind. Man, that's cute. Even even though Pokemon have multiple versions. Oh, I'm melted like butter. All right. After we're done with the warning, we meet back up with the group. All right, yes. You leave the Poplio's habitat and you come back over here. You then make your way toward the petting pool. Okay, we're looking for the lifeguard guy. As you all slink your way through the vents, you are almost able to, like, keep pace with Bob and Thwomp for a little bit as then you see them kind of split off from where you were going and they start looking around in other places and then you keep on going ahead having an awareness of where they're at but you get distance between you and them as you guys are heading to the petting pool. When you get to that room are you leaving the vent or are you staying up in the vent? Staying in the vent seeing what we can see from there first and foremost. Alright. Here in the room with the petting pool you see a bunch of the Pokemon that are in the pool seem to be huddled all on one side, opposite of where you see a few human figures. You see the lifeguard who seems to be tied up, as well as Elijah, the ticket salesman, and a couple of other people who look like they were on staff. And next to them, you see a very small fellow in a Team Nasty uniform who steps back and wipes the dust off of his hands from the rope and admires his handiwork for a moment. Next to him, you see a Pokemon that looks like a small pile of trash. And also next to him, it looks like a floating toaster who says, This small figure adjusts his little hat and scarf and looks over at the toaster and says, Well, yeah, I feel like the first day of this internship's going really well. Internship. More like lightership. Yippee-ki-yay, melon farmer. And that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? 
We are a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Postcards from Poa and Chris Camping Jr.